just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's bands I'm so happy to be here, blessings on blessings on blessings Taylor made life Yeah, I felt kind of Yeah, I felt kind of Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Who's Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? Episode, episode, episode 26. What's the best book? Um, nah, it's 27. <laughs> 27? <laughs> huh? 27? Yeah, man, we out here. Hey, my bad, my bad. But hey, welcome back. And uh, I'm just going to lead into it with, uh, you know, the new introduction. Let's hear it. Hey, what up, mine? This is episode 27, mine. What you like for mine? <laughs> I mean, I'm super mine out here, all right? Mine. You ain't never been a mine like me, mine. I'm like the best mine you've ever met, mine. Man, mine, put that, put that shit on mine. This Who's Man's podcast, mine. Okay, like, all right. How long y'all been listening, mine? <laughs> hey, shout out to Terrence Howard for no apparent reason. Right. <laughs> Anyone can get it. That's the only reason. Oh, man. How y'all weekends, man? What you been up to? Got right? Oh, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. Um, had the opportunity, fun opportunity to, uh, be a part of the second or third annual, uh, my second time, a uh, friend had a uh, Santa search and it was like 44 people attended, 21 bars, eight teams, one Santa. And the gist of it all was kind of like an amazing race, but in the twist of it is just you have to locate the Santa within those 21 bars. And they sort of will select the Santa and that Santa will select... Whatever bar she, he or this year was a she, she decided to go dress up as Santa to one of those bars that we selected and chill there until teams found her. The catch was, though, so everyone paid like 20 bucks and put it in a pot or in a Santa stocking. And so she took that money, which was like $160 tab, $860 ticket and opened the tab at that bar. So as teams were finding Santa, they could use that tap to tap to order drinks or whatever they wanted until um, the tab ran out. So it was, so it was a lot of fun. So you split up and they randomly picked teams, and uh, so it was really cool. Like when you let the bar, we started off, and so the Santa would leave like thirty minutes before everyone, and then once it reached like four thirty is when we started. She gave the amount, announcement to go sa- search for Santa. So everyone ran out, had their Ubers waiting outside. Everyone got into an Uber and like dashed off to the first bar they wanted to search. It was, it was a lot of fun. And like the, uh, there was a lot of, like different rules. And if you went to a bar and Santa wasn't there, everyone had to take a drink there. Um, so unfortunately, year two, I was in last place. It was still a lot of fun. Wait, you were in last place? Yeah, we, Dang. Get to, get, Damn, Kyra. You forgot what you were doing? <laughs> you forgot? You was looking for somebody? Yeah, you went yeah, back yeah, home? We had all this the crazy things. We had like this, well, obviously the plan was whack because we couldn't find Santa. But it was, we, in our mind, we thought it would be the best um, route to take to find Santa because like the bars, were there was like a bunch of bars on 
one strip. And so we're like statistically thinking like if I was her, I would not want to be in that area where all the bars are so close to each other. So we decided to go to like the first outlier that was still close to those block of bars. Then yeah, we just kept looking. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, I'm, like, I'm trying to get drunk. I'm going to that <laughs> So last year, last year we had, I'm right next door to y'all. Right? That literally, <laughs> it, she was literally three blocks from the original start. Three blocks. And last year, they could never let me be Santa because I would be lit. Last <laughs> time I got there, like the same boy. It was like last, like last Santa's here. Last year we had a tab of I like seven hundred. I forgot I was Santa. <laughs> last year we had like a tab of seven hundred dollars, and the Santa wasn't found for like almost thirty to forty-five minutes after the search started. So they were just chilling there for forty-five minutes by themselves with this tab. Also last year, I don't know, this year they found the Santa in eight minutes. Like, the first team found the Santa in eight minutes, which was really fast. And I think they cheated too. And it was a coincidence with the Santa, the people that found the Santa were her, her best friends. So, so I was like, hmm, hmm. But last year, we got there and it was like seven o'clock and the tab was still running. Like, we still had a lot of money on it to the point where the bartender was telling us, like, you guys still have a lot of money and everyone's here now. And then they were like, we'll just order 10 bottles of champagne. And we still had money on it. This year, the tab was done. Man, this year, the tab was gone. I didn't even get to get a drink off the tab. And we have more money. I was like, $860. How did that go in an hour and a, almost two hours? It was gone. I was salty. But it was still, but it was still fun. I'm it was still a good time. Idea. It was a good time. I recommend people to figure if you want if you want to figure out about how to do it, I can put you in contact on how to do it. But it's a lot of fun. So, are you beefing with your liver? Or did you treat him good? I, I treated him good. I'm fine. That's good. Yeah, no beef. That was actually I was really surprised I wasn't beefing. My roommate was beefing with his liver. He left before. He left way early. <laughs> he wasn't <in> bed. <laughs> he literally was like, we get to the bar like thirty minutes. He's like, Yo, you got the key. I was like, for what? He's like, I'm going home, bro. I was like, no, it's, it's, it's seven, bro. You, you can find Santa. You can find Waldo. You can find whoever you want to. I'm going home. All right. I was like, man, it's seven, bro. He's like, yeah, it's a wrap, man. I got to go. I was like, hey, at least you know yourself. But it was a good time. It was a good weekend. What y'all do? Shot man. What up to? So I actually had the pleasure of going to Dallas this weekend. Thanks for the invite. And, uh, okay. Well, look. <laughs> <laughs> I barely knew I was going to be there. Uh, but I had the chance to hang with some of my favorite people. Uh, and yes, for you listening, for once, he couldn't figure out how to get out of the city. So Ron was actually there. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm happy or not <laughs> because I definitely beef with my liver. Okay. <laughs> look. We, me, my girlfriend, and some of my other friends who were there, it was not a good Saturday, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't even know if I, I don't even, I'm just going to count that day out. I don't even know if I lived that day, (laughs) all right? (laughs) Because I don't know if we were trying to prove something to each other or what, but the drinks were flowing, the conversation was going, it was a great time. Uh, We were there to celebrate some good news. Uh, something I'm going to share soon, but, uh, 
It was uh, it was a good, good, good weekend. That makes sense to why. But I am jealous about this Santa thing. Hey, that makes sense why uh, when I was texting you guys, Ron was the only one replying. I'm like, where is Brian? He's not, I know he's in the same vicinity. Little <laughs> <laughs> did I know Brian's <laughs> on life support I right now. I prayed for you because I was like, I hope Conrad okay, but I ain't responding no time soon. <laughs> that takes energy, and that's what I don't have. <laughs> I was like, Brian, we getting a post today? Nothing. <laughs> and y'all saw it. For y'all listening, you saw when the post came, so you can imagine how I was feeling, all right? <laughs> Man. Oh, man. What about you, Ron? So, like Shock just mentioned, he was in town for the weekend. And my weekend actually went a little bit different because I had to mix in a little bit of work in between. It's like a little once-a-year thing that we got to do. Everybody, all hands on deck, got to come help out for annual inventory. So, like, I was working late Friday and had to get up and work on Saturday. And I'm actually kind of thankful I had to do that because I like these guys who stayed up extra late. I took my ass to bed, and I was able to get up and enjoy my Saturday. Man. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like I came home to a wasteland. Like, I came home about noon and went nobody conscious. What <laughs> 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 no light on, no sign on TV. That's great. And what nobody tried to be awake either. Like, <laughs> like, being answered. <laughs> Rob, bring your ass in here and be quiet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we not trying to talk Rob, to you, all right? Rob was ready to go, and y'all were not there yet. <laughs> man, I was driving home like, man, all right, I only had a couple hours of sleep, but I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to bust up the energy. I probably have to drink a Red Bull or something. I get home, everybody already napping. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they beat me to it. Man, it was a good weekend. Though. Yeah, but other than that, the weekend was pretty good. We got to hang out and kick it, so I'm always happy to do that. Can't complain. All right, so let's go ahead and get down to business. We got some people we need to call out tonight. Who's first up on the menu? Man, so look, I'm going to make this short and sweet, and it's probably going to be uh, a bit rude, but I don't care at this point. So we're recording this on Tuesday, December 12th, and there is a very, very big election happening down in Alabama. And I'm going to just put it like this, okay? There are very few places in this country that I just don't feel the need to travel to, okay? And it's no offense to the people there. I mean, I think of the Dakotas, all right? I'm sure it's beautiful there, and I'm sure they have beautiful areas that I could, you know, really learn some stuff and enjoy, but it's just not on my bucket list, all right? If you guys invite me, I probably would come, all right? I love you, too. Um, I think of places like, uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Okay, well, hey, keep close. <laughs> but I actually have gone to Miss- Mississippi, and uh, it was a good time. And, you know, I was able to see some of the parts there and see how uh, beautiful it is. But then I think of places like Alabama, all right? And for you, for you guys who don't know, Alabama currently has a special election going on for uh, uh, the Senate, and it's between the Republican candidate, Roy Moore, and the Democratic candidate, well, candidate, uh, (laughs) Doug Jones. Now, look, I'm going to just say this like I'm going to say it, all right? And I know somebody going to get offended, but that's that's what you need to figure out is why you still live there. Fuck you for voting for Roy Moore, who was accused of Let's let's put let me put it this way. I'm gonna get deep for a minute. He's accused of 
child molestation and sexual harassment and those things. But even if we didn't know about those things, okay? Go with me for a minute. Even if we didn't know about that, Roy Moore is homophobic. Roy Moore has been uh, accused, and there is proof that he is a known racist. Roy Moore um, has been accused of a lot of ugly things. And I mean, you don't have to even go that far to see some of the bad news about this guy. I watched his wife, all right? His, I mean, you got the man, but the woman who's deciding to stand behind him. Um, I watched his wife last night state the phrase, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have it in front of me. I wish I could have pulled it up on my phone. But, hey, the mainstream media says that, hey, Roy Moore doesn't like black people. Oh, but did you know that we have black friends? (laughs) The mainstream media says that Roy Moore doesn't like Jews. Oh, did you know that one of our lawyers is a Jew? That's who you guys are voting for. And as I look at my TV right now, that's who 372,326 of you dumbass people have voted for. And I just don't get it, okay? I don't understand it, how you can vote for someone who, yes, has been accused of one of the ugliest things any human being can do, but even beyond that has proved that he is a piece of shit individual so what i will say is whose mans is alabama whose mans are the people who live there who have decided to support this guy and regardless of how the results shake out i mean right now uh 45's boy is in first place um but there is a good chance because some of the votes are still coming in that uh the democrat uh democratic candidate may come through but the fact that it's even close is uh is something to be said about this country something to be said about the people who uh who live in alabama something to be said about the people who support this guy and i just had to get that off my chest because uh yeah that is not something that i would like oh my god that's not something that i would ever support obviously but it's also not something that i would ever think a country that i'm a part of would even think about supporting so who's man's well i had to get said. that up <clears throat> well Sorry. said and if you're from alabama you listen look we love you and i'm not saying you supported this guy but man i feel bad for you i feel sorry for you and if you need support like we said in the earlier episode you can at me uh <laughs> but if you did not <laughs> If you did not, if you did support this dude, oh, Roy boy, uh, first of all, you can at me if you want to, but come catch these hands. And I know some people, <laughs> some people listening, my friends are like, you ain't going to do nothing. But look, I said it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Uh, oh, man. I feel like that's <clears throat> somebody could segue because I feel like there's another topic that's been going on recently that involves a little bit of touching racism in there as well. And I mean, I know it's a name that you can't help but have heard if you've been on the social media, or at least on Twitter, these past couple of days. Y'all heard about this Keaton kid? Uh, Keaton Jones. Man, oh man. <laughs> the, the story just, like, I feel like every hour a new layer to the story is unfolding. It's like some type of live action drama we're watching. <laughs> like, for real. So, I'm struggling a little bit with my code. Can one of y'all break it down for us? 
Alright, well, yeah, like, for those of you know, uh, what was it? Was it over the weekend or last week? <clears throat> this, yeah, uh, it had to be like a week yeah, ago last now. week, um, a mother by the name of Kimberly Jones posted a Facebook video of her son, Keen Jones, um, telling his heartful story of the bullies that have been tormenting him at school, and it was like, when I watched it, I felt so bad. I was like, this is crazy. Like, this kid was bawling his eyes out. Like, why are people, like, you know, just messing with me because I look different? Or, you know, and they're not only messing with me, they're messing with all these other kids. And it was like, uh, like the textbook, you know, I'm sick of being bullied video. And he had had enough. And he was just, at this point, he just had questions to why they're doing this. So the video went... <clears throat> crazy viral like crazy to the point where all these celebrities are reaching out to the kid and they're like you know what man fly you out for uh premieres of movies like i think the guy who uh is it the guy who the actor of uh, captain america he was like come out to la and i'll you know come to the premiere and you know you have people like snoop reaching out celebrities mm-hmm. um like every sports star, any sports star, football games. I think he even went to one this yeah, weekend. Yeah, one of the like the Tennessee at Tennessee sports, like football, college football, and professional had uh, their players reaching out. Hit the players are reaching out to him, so he had like a huge support uh, base, and it was really cool to watch. Like you know, this little, this little kid going through this, and then having like all these people come to uplift him and you know let him know that um, he has some type of support. Now the twist is um, starting this. What was it? I think this also started this weekend. Is where the onion started to peel, and mm. <laughs> um, that's a good way to say it. <laughs> well said. <laughs> and to take away from everything, um, we're gonna focus primarily on his mother. And of course, like things came out that you know she had someone found a page, her page with the. Uh, confederate flag in it and, and keen was in the picture and there was also like another person holding a gun and all this stuff and so it went that went viral now so that took over everything that the first video that had captured america's heart um and now this well in counteract there was one other thing she made a few posts about a few things like butthurt americans as she put it she also made a post about the athletes who were kneeling during the national anthem, which we've talked about before. Uh, she had a lot of colorful language that she used about them. And those were all uh, recent posts that Keaton's mama made. So now people are like, was this a, was this like a scam? Because on the other hand, before we figured before another layer of, came off um they were saying that she had started a gofundme page and um that all these so she was for instance there was an mma fighter that contacted her and was like hey hey i want keaton to come out to this to la with us and want meet some of the fighters there's mma fighters there's a fight about to happen and come hang out you know just be friends and apparently that <clears throat> at the time and the mma fighter was like figured out that this probably was a fake person um, or like trying to like take advantage of this, but the lady was like, "I don't want to keep to go over there. I just want money. And can you just share your go my GoFundMe page to your friends and people who follow you, 
So the MMA fighter was just like, what's up with this GoFundMe page? Why am I doing this? <clears throat> and she basically said, I'm a single mom and it's Christmas and I'm poor. I need money. And so the guy was like, no, like that's, that's not the whole point of what, you know, your son's going through. Like, And so he kind of figured out like, if this is, he basically was like, this is a fake account. I don't know who you are, but can you get your, you know, life together? He used some other words um, to express his feelings about her. <clears throat> so now it's just, it went from this really heartbreaking story, and I think it still is, about this kid, you know, being bullied and attacked, to now the detention on his mom's past history and how she's um, hiding that, to now people also using this story to gain um, fame or rich, being rich, becoming rich. So these people who are stealing this story, his idea, starting a GoFundMe page that apparently find out later on that the mom never made. Um, so yeah, so that's the gist of it. So we decided we need to have a discussion about it because there was a lot going on in this this whole thing. And it's sad, very sad to me. I was like, man, where do we, where do we even start with this one? So did, did we start with the mom making the video itself? I mean, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like that's a good place to start. How do y'all feel about that? Well, I'll go first. I feel like this is uh, the social media age, okay? <laughs> if you want to... I mean, we've seen so many kids on the positive end. I mean, oh, look at my little daughter who knows all the words to Beyonce and all the moves to Michael Jackson and look at my little son who can drum and all of like they show that side and we've seen the negative side oh look at this kid beat this other little kid up and look at this little kid curse somebody out on Instagram and like all of that stuff happened so I wasn't surprised when I saw the video I was heartbroken to see this little boy who um I, I don't doubt that he's been bullied. I don't want anyone listening to think that we're questioning Keaton at all. Okay, we. I think I speak for all of us, all of us when I say bullying is the dumbest thing you can do behind, you know, well not behind, but probably tied with supporting Roy Moore and supporting Forty Five. Like bullying is awful. Okay, you don't do it. But at the same time, it, it just felt like. Okay, mom, I get you're putting this out there, but what exactly is the purpose? Like, what are you trying to do? How are you helping your son by putting this out to the world, if you will? And that that was kind of how I thought about it. I don't like, honestly, I don't like little kids on social media, period. Unless you're famous or an actor, an actress, and promoting whatever you're a part of even then i feel like it's a little weird i just don't like anyone who's not you know old enough to drive a car or buy me a beer to think or to share with me what's going on in their life i just don't feel like that's my business so i felt a little awkward watching it i felt sad and awkward and honestly the very first time i saw it i was like Something just ain't right about this. I know this is about to blow up, but something is just weird about this whole scenario. And now, I mean, a week later, it's kind of right. What do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, I feel like it's not the... Well, it's definitely not the first time 
a parent has recorded their kid who's been bullied uh, on social media. And for me, like, I didn't even, I was just heartbroken by just looking at the kid crying and telling the story. And that's, for me, that's the first thing I was connected to. I was like, this is sad. Uh, granted, yes, to put in, it seems like I was reading article, uh, some articles, newspaper articles, and they're saying that, like, he asked his mom to record him. That's what she said. She asked, he asked the mom to record him because he wanted us to tell the story and share something. Um, but it, it, I don't know, I just, I like kids, so as always, I have a soft spot for that stuff when I see kids crying or being bullied or down. So it was hard for me to watch him answer the questions his mom was asking him. Like, that was to me like the part where I was like, dang, why do you keep asking? Like, I get he wants to tell the story, but she was very adamant of asking different questions of what they did and, and I, to me, that was the only thing I was like, man, this has to be tough for this kid. And so, like you said, um, we live in a time of age where we everyone has to know what we're doing. Um, during the time, of course, they're only showing the positive things about about your lives, but there's always that moment where we see the negative aspects in life, and it's just sad to see this kid had to go through that. And I'm not going to um, speak uh, foul on the kid based on his mom's intentions, and also because I don't know the whole story. And as you can see, the story has went from one thing to another based on just disgusting people in this world trying to take advantage of the whole story. And um, so, I don't know, it's just, it's tough. It's really, it's really, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, because uh, I think Jamel Hill um, said something, tweeted it, and she's like, this is the point where we see issues of um, selective, selective empathy. And I feel like ever since like we started hearing about the mom, the mom side of the story, like the, who the mother was, we started to forget about the kid and now like, and now it's like, well, you know, we'll talk about it later, but I'm sure like you hear like, oh, well, the kid was the one who's bullying now that he couldn't take it. Well, you know, F this little kid, I want my money back, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, <laughs> so you're going off just like what happened with the GoFundMe page. You're going off of what? someone said and you don't like it's just so hard you don't know what that's the thing about social media you don't sometimes it's so it's like great and then other times just don't know what to believe because one minute you're here feeling bad for this kid a day later now the story is like oh well his mom is this so-called racist and next day it's like oh and the kid is too and then oh because the kid was holding the flag and then now he was the one saying all this stuff and now family members are coming out and you just you just don't know so it's tough it's a tough situation and it's sad that's why i said it was very sad to like just see this whole thing just yeah i think yeah you really touched on the really the biggest thing for me and why i really don't feel comfortable with the action of even just recording your child in that situation in the first place is because when something like this happens this kid's now been put into the national spotlight like his entire life has changed even if just momentarily but like this is definitely a major event in his life now so not only does his everything he's ever done come into question like anything he, he's ever said or done or may or may not have done all these rumors start getting started but then now the entire family's background is being checked like the mom's social media is being raided i've seen the sisters the sister, his sister's accounts has also been, um, been put into the spotlight she's had to come out defending herself in the family and I'm sure there's even more that I haven't even heard of what that's going on now. Like you just put so many people in these awkward situations when you, especially your children that don't deserve to be in this situation. 
That's why I just feel like this just doesn't even need, ever need to be done in the first place. Well, like, so I guess for me is, do you guys, as people who watch this video, do you feel that? I say personally, I'm, I don't feel comfortable calling her a racist or uh, anything like that. I don't trust her. <laughs> I just don't trust her. Um, for her to get on TV this morning and say, hey, oh, that was just ironic and, uh, you know, meant to be funny. Uh, and if you know the history of the Confederate flag and some of the, and even some of the posts that she allegedly made in the past, I didn't find anything funny about it. I didn't see anything funny when I looked at the TV. So maybe it wasn't a joke for me to get. I'll just say that. Um, but what I will say is I still stand by her. I still stand by Keaton. Okay. I still stand by the fact that bullying is wrong. I still stand by the fact that, um, you know, that young boy should not be picked on for anything that he's going through or, or, uh, the way he looks or anything like that. Keaton, I mean, if I could just speak to him, I would say, Keaton, you're a beautiful young boy. You're going to do great things. And this may be tough now. And for every kid out there, it may be tough now. Promise you one, it gets better. It gets so much swaggier. You can have like your own podcast with two of your friends. Okay. That's swag. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, you just got to stay strong, stay strong and find allies and continue to speak out. Like don't settle for being bullied. You know, speak out for their truth. And I want to shout out one kid who's done a great job of this, like who was bullied and has now turned it into uh, kind of like a movement, if you will. This kid, his name is King Na, K-I-N-G-N-A-H-H on Instagram. Um, some people may know him from the Tyrese thing, which is unfortunate that happened well, hell, it's still happening where Tyrese said he's going to pay for this kid to go to Harvard. Mind you, the kid ain't saying nothing about college. The kid's all, all of 11. He ain't saying nothing about wanting to go to Harvard, but that's what Tyrese said. Um, but he became Instagram famous around that. But this kid been posting for about the last two years, just positive, motivating videos literally every day. And it started from him him being bullied at school for being so positive and for saying positive things and trying to rise above certain issues. Uh, and he's turned it into, and I'm sure he's had help from his parents, I mean, to their credit. Um, but this little kid is a great, great, I hope, you know what I would love to see? I would love uh, Keaton to meet King Na and them like try to like spark some type of partnership or this kid try to mentor him because i think they're about the same age i would hope for something like that and i think i'm way way far away from what your question was but uh i, I thought about king no and i'm like i gotta say that because i don't want to forget it later <laughs> it's, it's all good i ain't mad at you <laughs> but i'm gonna bring it back to the question though and say that when it comes to king's mom i'm not gonna speak in anything definitive because i don't know her but I think she's full of shit. I feel like that that excuse she came out with, that these were supposed to be ironic and jokes, I think that was a bullshit PR stunt. And I don't think that was a really 
a smart move to make. Like I feel like maybe it's gonna work, but if it if it does, I'm not even gonna be surprised. But to me, it just seems like a, a thinly veiled cover for her to, to try to hide her true intentions with those posts. Like I would rather she had just stood behind them and say, "Hey, yeah, this is how I feel," but it doesn't change the fact that billion is wrong. Because that to me that says more. But you know, what I mean, at the end of the day. One thing that it made me think about was that if I have stuff on my page that just randomly came out, could it be misconstrued in a way that made me seem like I'm something I'm not? Like, I'm about to really start looking through all my pages. I know I got some bad tweets out there. I might need to just delete my whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to just burn, burn the site down. That's what I was thinking about. Like, all right. Definitely on Facebook. <laughs> I got to check Facebook, too, and make sure ain't nothing crazy on there. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I think the, the more... Uh... Another sad thing about it is just the fact that I just, it just shows that there's people out here that just, one, are selfish, two, don't care, um, and three, are willing to do anything to get on the come up. with. And when I say that, I'm talking about the whoever was making that fake GoFundMe page. And what was it, 58K that was raised off of that? Yes. And thank you to uh, GoFundMe who that took that page down. I hope the people actually get their money back too. So yeah, uh, I believe they will. Appar- they'll hold at least. Apparently, you can. I didn't know you. Well, like once again, the social media was sharing those people who like funded for the cause or whatever the cause was. And this person is trying to get to. Uh, apparently, if you go back to your GoFundMe and you like hover over your donation, you can like right click it and ask for a refund. So if, if that works, that if that worked, that was at least they can get their money back um but, but yeah it's just I mean, yeah that's all i gotta really say about that it's just hopefully i'm sure i'm sure it's gonna die down i'm sure like I, everything that happens on this that we that feeds us on uh social media is gonna die down so we don't forget about it but i hope they don't forget about the real issue that even started this whole thing is the bullying issue like you brian was saying and um Kids, kids go through it, and I feel like it's it's even worse nowadays because people are getting bullied, and it's over a computer screen, and it's like people can say and do, make up who you are, make up things about you, and it can spread like wildfire. It's not like the old school days where it's like, give me your lunch money, I'm gonna fight you in the middle of the, you know, school locker after school, and then that's it, and then you move on. But like now, it's like I'm gonna say something about you, and Crosstown rival schools gonna know about it before the end of the night, and then the next morning, the next school is gonna like it's crazy. It's scarier now than I think it was when I was. Well, I did want to bring up something that Ron you brought up earlier this week. You were saying um, how people are so quick on social media to jump behind something, and I didn't know if you wanted to speak more to it, but I thought that was an interesting point because at first I disagreed with you, and I was like, no, like. That's what social media is, is for, for you to jump behind something and, and, you know, give people support. But I think it is true. Like, how many times, and I don't know if, if like, being burned is too harsh, but, like, there are so many times where we're quick to trend something or quick to jump behind something. Hell, a lot of you are quick to give money to something. And then only to find out, like, it wasn't all the way true. It wasn't all the way like they explained it to be. Or the facts were never, <laughs> that happens a lot. The facts were never, you know, explained fully. 
before people just agree to do something. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like, even thinking about this specific situation, there these rumors that we're hearing, we're probably never hear about confirming them or not. Like, whether or not these things, these posts were real or if he actually said whatever. We're just going to move on to the next thing, and this is going to live in the history books of social media. But for them, it's their lives. These things have always been said about them now. When people research them, they're going to see this stuff, and it impacts them. It's crazy. And... I mean, and since you're speaking about it, like, about how quickly, I mean, I was part of it, like, I don't know if you guys remember the whole Coney 2012 thing, campaign that had started, and um, I, I don't into that, because I thought, I mean, like everything else, I thought it was a good cause, I mean, one, because Joseph Coney, like, affected my country and stuff, so I was like, you know, I know what people feel, and, you know, someone's talking about it, and it had not been talked about much as far as, like, finding ways to help people. And then, like, little did I know later on when I found, like, you researched about it and came out that, you know, all that money that was donated to it didn't really affect, didn't really go towards the purpose of what it was for. And that's why it's so, like, and I feel like that ruins it for situations, takes away from situations that are true because everyone now is skeptic. Like, everyone is, like, something that's actual for a real cause. You're like, I don't feel like I'm going to donate because I don't know where my money is going. I see they're saying this, but last time I did this, look what happened, you know? So it's, it's just hard. And, yeah, it's hard. Don't believe everything you see. Like they said, don't believe everything you see on the internet, especially on social media. Um, but, hey, we got to live our lives, though, at the same time. So we wouldn't look. <clears throat> true, true. Uh, right. We got one more thing on the document we got to cover. Oh, yeah. These mans. They're back. They're back. They definitely, and they back. Like, we find a way to talk about this family, and sometimes and you know what? Keep... <laughs> I'll give them credit because it's always something new. <laughs> That's true. It ain't never the same. <laughs> never the same. <laughs> um, but the balls are back in our uh, on our podcast. We need to have them. I on. mean, we, we need to cover have... like three different countries with them. We, need to, cover, like... <laughs> we need to have them as guests. <laughs> Talk about so much. Right? I love, like, at this point, I want them on our on our podcast because we talk so much about them. But I feel like it's never the same brother either. Like we can, right? we can it's switch. like a rotation. Then the dad comes in, like, "Hey, talk about me." Um, so uh, the brothers uh, Leangelo and Lamelo are officially professional basketball players. And uh, yesterday they uh, signed uh, to play with a club in Lithuania. Um, and yeah, that's if you don't know much, <laughs> if you don't if you don't know much, um, haven't been following our podcast. We've been talking about these guys, and uh, Leangelo obviously had the issue with stealing uh, in China, got caught, um, and then had to face suspension. Like I said, he should have. And then, you know, LeVar was like, well, fine. If y'all don't want my boy to play, I'm going to make him professional. So they went over to the international basketball, foreign basketball, and are playing for Lithuania. However, and they're, they were quick to say this, it's, you know, it's not about the money. And after I found out how much their contract was worth, they might as well sign up for free because <laughs> um, – what they signed off for, and, and it, a lot of these salaries for players at that level of competition, they usually don't exceed more than five hundred dollars per month, and that's like at the best case scenario. Wait, 
So five hundred. That's, that's it. That's it. Well, let me tell you. And something. these kids are making. <laughs> and if, if you think about it, they're making so much. They like you said, they can't afford their own shoe, bruh. Like, <laughs> um, like how? <laughs> like you walk by and they shoe was they like damn, I wish I could get those. <laughs> right. Like, that would be nice, man. Like I, I heard today, like one of their representatives was like, oh, it's never been about the money. Okay, for real? <laughs> it's never been about the money. It's always been about them playing basketball. And it's like, wait, what? Like, they go from, I mean, like the, I I, I get their names mixed up, Leangelo and LaMelo. Second, second oldest and Melo is the youngest high school. Yeah, see, I wrote it down because I don't like getting people's name wrong no more. I felt bad. Um, but they go from being pretty much stars on their respective team. I know Leangelo never played a game for UCLA, but that was because Leangelo was a bit dumb for trying to steal some damn sunglasses in China. But I mean, they, they were definitely going to get some playing time on both of their respective teams this year. But now I just feel kind of bad for these boys because... Who's to say, one, they're going to succeed in this league? Now they have to live a whole new life in a different country. They're away from their family and friends. And they still might not play. And you're not going to get paid. This is how I'm thinking about it. For me, like, okay, um, LeVar is doing what he does best. He's being the outlier, like, doing everything differently. One, because he wants to make sure that he... Backs up his ego and what he was saying and how he said, if no one's going to make my case professionals, I'll do it. And he's sticking to his word. Great. My only negative thing about this is, man, this kid, Mello, just missed out on possibly one of the best times of of school that you go through is high school. Like, I personally think that's like he just missed the whole time to enjoy to be just a high school kid before he starts Granted, he's already in a spotlight, but like he, those moments where he, like you know, he has that time to just be a kid. This kid is this kid has probably never been outside of the country just in general, and now he's going to a village, a village of approximately ten thousand people. Don't know he doesn't know the language, doesn't know the culture, doesn't know anything but basketball. That's all he's going. You know, great, he's going to get a major culture shock, but that can just mess him up in all about being a basketball like in the fact of him being a basketball so to me it's just like i just feel bad that he's he's got taken away from being he's being forced to be an adult so fast for no reason it's not like he didn't have the opportunity to play basketball in the u.s he was still making a name for himself in high school he was definitely going to play college ball like for no like no doubt um even with leangelo like this dude if really if they really wanted him to stay in the u.s and play he could have played for any college team Granted, I'm guarantee you any team is going to pick him up based just because, one, he's a ball, a ball and he can play basketball. Like, who doesn't want – what big time, what big time uh, college doesn't want that name on their court and that publicity that comes with it? Um, so, I don't know. I, I really do hope they succeed, but it's just, it's just it just sucks. Like, you're moving to a, you're moving to a country um, – to pursue this quote-unquote professional just because it's professional ball over there and you can put that in front of your name on professional basketball player but you're going you're, you're you're not it's not like it's not like these kids who like these people who actually these college kids that don't make it to the league 
that are trying to find the hardest way to get back to the league. They're they're like leaving their families and going to these leagues overseas because they have nothing left. And this is their last hope. Like they're but these kids, they have everything. <laughs> like they they can be ball players. And I just feel like their dad forced them into something that it wasn't really needed. Just to like just told you. I told my boys are gonna be pro, didn't I? And I feel that's what it is. But is, is it me or does it kind of sound like some weird like reverse Fresh Prince of Bel Air type shit? They get into a little scuffle and now they gotta now they gotta go live in Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> I got a one little glasses filling incident <laughs> in China. Pops got scared. Pops got scared. They say you're moving with your brother over to <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> Lithuania. Look, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. We'll work on that. Oh man. I, I the pieces are there. Man. There's like one. But I mean. Go ahead, man. Uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, I, I've been rooting for LeVar over the past, like, few months, too. Since, like, if you listen to one of our early, early episodes, I was not on his side. But then he started to make a little bit more sense. And he made sense to me because, you know, I'm, you know, some of my favorites have problematic parents, if you will, between Michael and Janet, you know, Joe. And, you know, uh, Serena and Venus with uh, Richard, uh, you know, people looked at their parents and thought they were a little a little crazy. And they said, like, no, it'll never work. And no, you're you're bucking the trend and that'll never work for your kids. And I mean, we all see the results. They're all the greatest. Um, But this is like next level to me because it's like you're taking away and I. You're taking away an experience from your kids who, yeah, today, I mean, I think, is it LaMelo is the youngest who, yeah, he wants to play basketball. He wants to do all these things. But at the end of the day, he's 16 years old. Okay. And there's so much he has, you know, left to learn about himself, about his skill, about his, his talent, about what he wants to do in the future. And the fact that you've now made this decision for him because there is no going back, right? He can't go back and re-enroll in school. Leangelo can't go back and re- They're pro now, so it's over. So I'm. let's say they go over there and they're trash. I'm not saying they're going to be trash. Let's say no one cares or no one watches or everyone is like, oh, forget those kids. I'm not going to worry about them because of their crazy-ass dad or... Or, you know, we, we got enough talent here that we can look... Like, what if it doesn't work out like you planned, LeVar? And now you've just taken away, yeah, your end goal, but you've also taken away all the experience they could have had, to Conrad's point. Because, I mean, Leangelo was going to have a great time at UCLA, okay? We all know that. LaMelo was already having a good time in high school. It was only going to get better, like... I don't know, like, that, I, I'm curious to hear, I would be curious to hear, like, from their mom, and I would be curious to hear from their brother, I don't know if he's said anything, but just to see, like, do you guys agree, or is this a family decision, because it kind of seems at this point, like, LeVar is just running that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's uh, one former player, uh, he plays for the Raptors, I forgot his name, but he... He went to this. He played for the same league they're are in, and 
he's like the only probably the only positive person that says something um, for them. He said like it's it's a tough league, like they're gonna learn, um, but it's but it's definitely not what they're gonna be expecting. Like it's nothing like here in the U.S. Even the semi, even like the semi pro basketball teams here in the U.S. are better like taken care of than these teams. Um, and another player, Ben Bursta, he used to play for Wisconsin. He he played at this exactly the same team. Uh, League they just signed up with, and he said he hated every moment there. Um, like it's not what these kids hoping they they don't come in there thinking like they're gonna be big ballers because it's not it's not high quality high quality basketball like they would experience at a college level or at those YouTube tournaments that this you know can they can go to. Um, the only thing I can see happening, let's say everything goes wrong, and they are just like after that year or if they get out the contract early, the only thing I can see is that they got that pro experience. Now they come back and they sign with like a semi-pro team or try to get into the D league and develop there. And that's, that's the only positive thing I can see out of this is they'll go there at the end of the day. They're still ball brothers. They can play for a semi-pro team. They can play for, you know, those, the D league, at least at that, at least for Leandro, he can, after a year, he can come back and try to get into the D league. And for Lamelo, I don't know what would happen. After that, I guess he can still he can still go high he can still play high school ball get his you know get his high school diploma and all that stuff. right and I'm not a father but I wonder if Levar ever thinks about or has ever questioned like man are they gonna resent me in the future like for taking this away from from them because I mean regardless of if they were in on the decision or not there's no doubt that Levar sold this to them and. When I say there's no doubt, I'm going off of what he's told the public on TV. Um, so I mean, I would just, I would just have a fear as a as a man raising, you know, three boys who I have high hopes for. Like, is there ever a moment that I'm going too far? And like, am I allowing them to kind of give me that wake up call? And I really, really hope that. This will not be a case of you let fame and and success kind of cloud your role as a father. Because we've seen this example work in two different ways where it doesn't go as well and it goes amazingly well. And now you are the prototype, if you will. But unfortunately, that, that second scenario doesn't happen often. So I, I I hope the best for those boys. And I really hope, um, look, I'm, I'm not losing sleep over them. <laughs> <laughs> they selling $500 shoes. So I think they're going to be okay. But <laughs> they can't afford to buy. <laughs> right. <laughs> they can't afford the ball. <laughs> at the same time, like, I mean, just think about the fact that we're older than all three of them. <laughs> and I, I I, don't think I would trade. I mean, Lonzo probably having a good time being a Laker. But I wouldn't trade spots with, would you? With Lonzo? Yeah, I, yeah I, probably I, probably would, trade. I probably would trade with Lonzo. Make a little. double. You make a double when we make it on that. At the same time, though, Lonzo got, like, every single eye on him. Like, Kobe even came out this weekend had some words about him needing to get better fast. Like, there is no being a rookie for him, To in my opinion. Like, people are already expecting him to be greater than what he is. 
So I don't know. Like, there's a lot of pressure on all of them. And it seems to have all come from the daddy, the pappy. And, man, I, I hope I hope this uh, ends well. The only last thing I'll say is I will do respect LeVar for as much as he puts his kids through whatever, you know, all this crazy stuff he talks about. He always defends his kids when, um, no matter what the situation is. And I always, I, I've always noticed that when his kids are messing up, he takes the blame for everything, no matter what it is. The only time he, and when his kids are um, shining, that's when he comes out with his ego. I told you, I told you, but whenever his kids mess up, he has their back and he always takes the blame. I respect him for that as a father. Um, as far as his ego and stuff, that's that's just. And I also feel sometimes that he's doing this for the cameras. Uh, he has to live up to his uh, persona, and all his old ex college football players said he was. That's how he was when he was in college. He had this ego and had to like make sure that if he said something, he was going to do it. So I get it. That's who he is. But I do respect him from the standpoint of him like take supporting his kids and whatever he do they do. So even if they his kids fail, he's still gonna talk up make them look like they're the best and then take the blame for it. And I respect that. But we'll see. I'm sure we'll be talking about them in a couple weeks. <laughs> Man, what's a word in like Litha what is the Litho Lithuanian? What is, is it Lithuanian? Yeah. Yeah. What? Lithuanian. What's what's Lith- What's their language? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can lie. That's why I'm going to keep my black ass right here <laughs> in this America. <laughs> Are y'all going to make an effort to watch their games? Y'all going to try to find a way? No. How the hell are we going to figure it out? <laughs> First of all. I don't even got the NBA package. So. <laughs> First of First of all, you know ESPN is going to be covering that stuff, so I'm going to be watching the highlights. I'll find a way to True, true. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Oh, the official language actually, of Lithuania is Lithuanian. Oh, so you, uh, like, you saw Russian? I said the largest minority languages are Russian and Polish, spoken natively by 80%. But, yes, I saw that part. I don't know either, so uh, <laughs> don't call it. Don't add me is what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> yeah, y'all got to miss us. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and keep it on moving. Let's head on to the next section of the podcast. So this next section is called Three to That, where we send a little shout-out or a little love to anybody we think is doing something dope or deserves a little recognition. So I'm going to pass it off to you, Shock. Even though for you, we might as well just call it what Serena up to this week. So you know, go ahead and tell us. <laughs> I didn't know y'all were just going to hate. All, okay. all right, come on, man. Make it all right, well, here's what I will say. I can't help it that my faves are used to winning and being successful, okay? Black Excellence is basically the book that we wrote, okay? Over here on my team. So what I will say is, uh, Serena, <laughs> your weekly weekly uh, statement of excellence, uh, Nike announced that they're going to uh, create a new headquarters somewhere. Who knows? Who cares, really? But uh, the most important part is that they're going to build a um, building named after Serena. It's going to be the largest building in the Nike universe. I made that up part. That part of, <laughs> not the part that the building is going to be the largest, but the Nike universe. I thought that was sweet. Um, so congrats, Serena. 
Because that's dope if you think about the fact that Nike, I would say majority of their money is made off of uh, basketball and some football. But the fact that they're going to name their largest building um, at their headquarters after the number one tennis player ever to live. I said it. Uh, Serena Williams. And Serena said that she's going to be back. Well, she didn't say this, but we're all hoping and assuming that she's going to be back for the Australian Open, which starts about a month from today. Um, I got, I got, can I do two, two quick ones? Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Janet, I love you. Her tour is going to be over this week and I appreciate it. I saw it three times. Man, must be great to be so great. It is. Uh, and I want to give a special, special, special shout out to the love of my life, my boo. My girl, uh, babe, congrats on passing your exam. Uh, you guys don't need to know what exam it was or what her name is because I don't want you raggedy dudes out there trying to get my girl. You could never, okay? Because <laughs> she liked what she got, I promise. Um, but congrats, babe, and uh, I love you. All right, I'm done. All right, all right. We'll see what you got next week on the list for them, too. There's going to be something. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and show a little love to an unofficial organization that is like near and dear to all of our hearts at this point, like really just an integral part of today's pop culture, and I'm talking about Black Twitter, because, <laughs> I mean, the best memes, the best reactions, the best Everything. jokes, it's all coming from there. <laughs> like, I mean, I get my news from here, I get my jokes, I get my entertainment, I get Anything that's important in life really feels like from, from a social standpoint, it's all coming from Black Twitter. I, I even never saw disappoint. Never. It's like if you want to see something messy, it, it's there. If you want to just hear about some <laughs> crazy ass drama, it's there. <laughs> like, it is there. Like I just saw a story no further about a dude who signed a birth certificate for a kid who wasn't his, and then the girl left him for his coworker. <laughs> I just saw this like an hour before we recorded. Like, <laughs> You never, you never knew that you wanted to see that, but it's like <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> All of the Terrence Howard memes have been popping up, like from your intro earlier. If y'all didn't know what that was, I need to figure out because those was hilarious, man. I actually want to see him in every movie now. Hey, Mike, I'm in that new Star Wars, Mike. All right, I'm in that bitch, Mike. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Brian's, Brian's uh. Uh, accent there is like a mix between like an essay and a, and a, and a thug. <laughs> uh, I was gonna let him live, but you're right. Conrad, I'm letting nobody live. Man. You're right next time. <laughs> you told me to do this, so. Such your ass. That's all right. That's all I love, bro. I love you oh, too. That's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what you got, Conrad? What you want to to? Well, y'all, we got a drink to our favorite show that's coming back February 2018, ATL Atlanta. Uh, Donald Glover's show's back, and uh, I've just been excited. I've been waiting for it. A lot of shows are actually coming back, but that's probably on my top list for next next year. So, if you guys are huge fans of that or been following that, or if you haven't been, you still got time. You can probably watch the whole season the next two weeks um yeah so let's drink to that and to all the shows that are coming out uh and a little, little shameless plug for black mirror that's dropping 
in two weeks, about two weeks. Black Mirror two Netflix series. Um, yeah. So I think Wait, what is it called? Black Mirror. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror Black Mirror. Oh, Black Mirror. Yeah, I want to check that out. I heard it's good. Yeah, you need to you need to been watching that though. I get on it. Yeah. Okay. I think you. I think. I think. I think. Be shocked. I think you'd really like that show, just because of the different like conversation pieces and be like those. Alright, I'll check it out. If Conrad says it's good, that means okay. He probably got a stake in it. All right, he probably making like thirty percent off of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, because I gotta fill my jet and everything, right? You look. (laughs) You said said it, it. not me. Anyways, <laughs> let's get going. All right, let's go ahead and keep it moving. So now it's time for what's on our mind. That's right. So tonight we got a few topics that are on the list. You know, we're just gonna kind of just bounce around a little bit. I mean, we've already been talking for a minute, so we'll see how far we even make it down the list. So. We decided to just have a little fun and talk about some more lighthearted and some more easygoing things because it's been, you know, a few deep conversations these past couple of weeks, which were definitely amazing. Shout out again to our guests for coming through. But we want to make sure that we have a little bit of fun here as well. Hey, so, man, we we are so dope for coming up with all of these topics with, like, no help from our listeners. Right, man? Like, one listener in particular. Like, man, man, I can't believe we came up with all of these bars. So, you know. Right. We're really great. Let's go ahead and just get into it. <laughs> so, first topic for tonight. Do you have any sort of, like, regrettable purchase in your life? Like, something that every time you walk past it, you look at it like, why the hell did I ever buy you? <laughs> something you ain't never used it or you used it and hated it. Just anything like that. Y'all got something like that? <laughs> right now, for, I'm not about to do this. Right now... <laughs> I don't regret it, but I'm just being lazy. But because every time I tell myself I'm gonna use it, and I just nope. And right now my bass guitar is just chilling in the corner right now, looking at me. And every time, I don't regret buying it. It's just I'm mad that I haven't like used it as much as I wanted to use it or like learn. So right now that's my top. But probably my biggest regret is gonna go back to like when I was in middle school. <laughs> in middle school. I think it was middle school, uh, when those, um, remember those, like, joystick games that came with all the old school arcade games? Uh, yeah. Right? I was so hyped to buy one, because I was like, I'm about to play Gallag- was it Gallagher and, like, Pac-Man and all these old school games from, like, the arcade games, and so I was, like, telling my mom, I want this, I want this, I need it, and of course, of course, she was like, you don't need these little toys. So she finally gets it. And it was so whack. It wasn't the same thing. <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad. I was so mad because I played it and played it. And after a while, I just it was, it was just you know you get just get over a game, and it just wasn't the same feeling like you thought it was gonna be. Like I didn't get that same nostalgia feeling or like nothing. And so I just never played it. And then one day I was just like, you know what? Let me give this a try. And that sh- that drunk was broke. It broke. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, I barely use this thing. It was broke. <laughs> I was like, well, there goes that. There goes mom's money. So I hit it, of course. I didn't want to know it broke. So right. <laughs> if that's the next question. You, you don't want to give her the satisfaction. I told you like... that this one, you didn't need these little toys. 
Uh, so Moms I mean. are so good at that too. Like I told you, <laughs> it's like they knew. Like, nah, you know I'm in pain right now. <laughs> you gotta do this. Uh, probably Yo, right now. Speaking of something that broke, one of mine has to be this watch that I bought off Groupon like years ago, and it's one of those things where I, I bought it off Groupon. I was like, this is probably not gonna be the greatest thing ever, but you know, it looks cool. I'm wear it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wore this watch for maybe. 45 days tops before this thing broke. <laughs> and I've been looking at it for years since, just haven't gotten it fixed yet. Because I'm like, as soon as I get you fixed, you're just going to break again. <laughs> right. I don't even trust you. <laughs> you looking at the watch like, I don't even trust your ass. <laughs> like it's an X or something. <laughs> <laughs> you just going to hurt me again. <laughs> I'm never taking you back. <laughs> uh, I got the same thing too, bro. I got a, a, white, a white watch. Like it was like this watch off of Amazon. They're selling it. I think it was like it was my freshman year, and when I was in, a, or my sophomore year, and I was an OCAT, and sorry, my junior, year, and I was in Shaw, and one of the freshmen was like huge into like buying watches on Amazon, like getting good deals. So he always like bid on stuff, and he got me this like Armani watch, and it was I got it for like sixty bucks, and it was real dope, and I felt like I was something at that time because I had this Armani white watch. I'll try to wear out every outfit anytime I do it. And now it's just sitting in my watch box. I haven't worn it in like three years. And I'm like, <laughs> why did I purchase it? was just recently where I was like, you know what? I'm going to go through all my watches and just make sure I'm going to wear them or fix them at some point. Because it didn't have a battery in it. It was just, just dead. <laughs> it's just a carcass. It's just there. <laughs> oh, man. So another thing that I got, it ain't even a fun thing, which is the worst part about it, is I got this spare tire sitting in my trunk that I purchased when I had something <laughs> going wrong with my tire. And eventually it ended up not even being compatible. Like I can't even use it. But Wait, what? I just, I just remember, I remember Wait, who sold you that tire? I got it from Walmart. And this is me, <laughs> this is me uh, being in a hurry and you know, just irritated at the whole situation. I you paying full attention, so I bought it and then I couldn't use it. And then this was maybe in June or July. And that trunk is that thing has been sitting in my trunk. Every single time I pop it open, like once or twice a month, I see it. And just get pissed all over again. <laughs> and what once is, again, still just ain't got around to taking it back. Well, you're you going to get your money back and you're just going to give it to him. <laughs> Look, one. I got the receipt sitting right there in my uh, console. And uh, there is no like expiration days. One day I'm going to go back and I'm going to finally take it back. But I had no reason to go back to that Walmart. <laughs> so it's just been sitting <laughs> in my trunk ever since. <laughs> Pissing me off Every day you look at it like piece of filth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't put my groceries in this damn truck. Damn right. <laughs> it's like you go so long you forget about it. And then I just open up again like you still here. <laughs> Man. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I have quite a few things that I usually buy, and I think it's such a good deal at the time. A good idea for me to have it at the time. And then it's like, I don't even open it, okay? All right, whatever. Whatever. We don't go there. All right? I think of a few. I'm probably looking at them right now while I record or putting my feet on it, honestly, because they're still in the box. So... Last year for my birthday, yeah, May 15th, if you want to buy me a gift, you should, Um, I was like, I need a new laptop. I do. I need it because my old laptop is old, and I'm just, I'm just going to say there's viruses on there, all right? (laughs) 
<laughs> and for all you nasty folks out there, you don't need to know why I got viruses on there, right? Just know I got them, okay? I don't know why I got them because all I do is <laughs> look at scriptures on there, all right? I don't know what happened, okay? So don't ask me, all right? <laughs> but I went out and I went with my friend, Darnold. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy me a new laptop because it's my birthday and I'm going to do it. So I went to Best Buy. And all my friends and family will tell you, I'm the worst person to make, like, hell, I'm the worst per- person to make, like, medium purchases with, but especially big purchases, because I usually like to take about a month to talk myself into it and out of it and into it and then back out of it. And then usually I get, like, a burst of energy at the end to buy it. Well, this time I was like, no, I'm going to go right to the store. I'm going to just pick out one, whatever they say is the best. And I'm going to buy it. Mine, three hours later, I walked out with a computer. It took that long. <laughs> when I tell you I ain't even took off the protective tape over, off of it, <laughs> I ain't even looked. I don't even know if it's a computer in there, to be quite honest with you. Because the box ain't never been opened. The tape has never been harmed. There's, I don't know what's in this box. I'm looking at it right now. That box could have a million lemons in it, and I would be pissed off, but I would kind of deserve it. Because, honestly, the time I open it might be for my new, my next birthday, next May. Nah, I'm going to open it before. Well, I don't know. I'm probably not. Uh, That's one. And then another one is I went and I bought, uh, um, what is it called? The Razors. The uh, Bevel. Okay. So, you know. Look, I've I've heard some podcasts by Tristan Walker, who's the owner and founder of Bevel, and I was like, this is a dope dude, this is a black dude who's making a product for his people, I'm gonna support it, you know, I'll be shaving sometimes, I don't really ever shave, okay, uh, and I was like, but I'm gonna start shaving because I'm gonna have this black product and it's gonna be dope, when I tell you I only use that, that uh, Bevel trimmer one time, Ain't never opened the box up again. <laughs> no fault to the dude or to the product. It's just nothing. I I was like, I already got one, so I'm going to just keep using what I got. I don't know why I bought that in the first place. And then let me tell you what pissed me off real quick. Because, first of all, if you remember Bevel, it got really popular when Nas shouted it out during um, DJ Khaled's video for his, uh, I don't even remember the album, Major Key album. And mind you, the product wasn't even out. So I was on a waiting list to begin with. Well, meanwhile, I'm opening Snapchat and everybody's Diddy and Young Uzi and Lil Wild Wild Thing, whatever they want to call themselves. Everybody had a bevel but me who fucking paid for it. And I'm like, where the hell is my, my trimmer at? Because meanwhile... I'm over here waiting for this shit, and I see everybody and their mama on TV talking about, oh, I got my bevel, and I, but I ain't going to use it. And I'm like, well, I'll use it, but I don't have it. And now I got it, but I don't use it. So, yeah, I don't do too good with stuff that I buy. I probably should just not buy stuff because <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's bad. Brian, let me get, you want to buy it? Hey, let me get that bevel, bro. Okay, I'll sell it to you for 200 All right. Nah, bro. The value be hey, you can use it. Hey, y'all, that's how much I spend for it, all right? This is called sales. 
hey, Conrad, I got you, all right? And I got a laptop for you that I'll throw in on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that 1990 laptop you got. <laughs> no HDMI <laughs> port. <laughs> Okay, first of all, it was 2010, and we ain't even need those back then, all right? <laughs> can we move on? I got time all right, this. we can go ahead and keep moving we go, <laughs> so we get to the next topic. So, next one is talking about travel. So, all of us, pretty much, we get around. We've traveled, traveled for pleasure, traveled for business. We've traveled where we live. So, let's talk a little bit about some places that we still want to go and a little bit about you know how we plan our trips. What y'all got? Hey, I'll, I'll go first. I got the chance to travel out of the country. Well, out of the, off of this continent, if you will, because I've been to Canada and Mexico. I've left, left North America, if you will. But, um, I went to Europe over the summer to London and Paris. Uh, and it was so dope. And I remember telling my girlfriend at the time who went with me. Well, no. My girlfriend. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, man. I was about Wait. to say. <laughs> I want to get in trouble. Wait. <laughs> I remember telling my girlfriend when we were there. That's what I meant. All right? <laughs> when we were there. That. Okay. <laughs> I heard it coming out too. Like I felt the words coming out, and I was like, "Oh boy, is that what you said?" Whoa, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna just act like that wasn't me talking. <laughs> but um, my beautiful current girlfriend, future baby mama, future wife, I told her I was like, I never dreamed that I would be here right now. Like I never dreamed that I would make it this far. Always wanted to, always thought it would be cool, but just never thought it would actually happen. And while that was sad, like it made me understand like, oh, you can do whatever you want to. So I got so many places I want to go. I want to go back to Europe and, and travel to like Italy and, and I would even want to go back to Paris and just be, you know, swagged out in Paris. I want to go to, uh, Australia. <clears throat> Somebody else going to Australia. I want to go to Australia, um, but I want to hoverboard around Australia because they got snakes, so I don't want to walk around. <laughs> um, it's so many dope places that I just want to go visit and just just like be like open to new experiences. Like I think that's so cool. What about you guys? Yeah, man. I got, like you just mentioned, I'm getting the chance to go to Australia uh, real soon, oh, really? a couple months from right now, actually. So that's been, it's like one of those things I've always said that this is something I want to do, but I never actually like had the vision and where I was going to execute it. So shout out to my lovely girlfriend who helped put these pieces together. So we'll be heading out there in a couple months. So that's going to be dope. After that, I got like, a, I want the whole world on my list. Like I'm, I'm going on like a world tour. I need to hit up Africa, need to hit up Europe. I still haven't been over there. Might mess around, go to Antarctica just for the hell of it. Cause I just need to just do it while we can. <laughs> <laughs> just show up like, what up, y'all? All right, y'all got it. <laughs> Ron's about to step off the plane. All right, I'm here. And then get back on the plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> just to say I did. This is cold. Just okay. to check in. <laughs> but not for real. I also want to check out Tokyo because I definitely have it. It's kind of like uh, I've always just seen it and thought it looked super dope. So I can't wait to just go there one day and just look at it in person. Uh, for me, uh, 
I have a list. And uh, I had like the privilege and honor and just blessing that <clears throat> growing up, my mom worked for an airline company in Africa. So I got a chance to like uh, travel between the US, Africa, back home to Africa and to <clears throat> London. But I still have a lot of places on my mind and like I had a, I had a goal for this year that um, I book a flight to go to Asia and <clears throat> lucky enough me and my, my best friend are going to check out uh, we're going to Thailand in March of next year so I'm excited about going to uh, visit that con- uh, country and oh thanks uh, for that Mike anytime and uh, <laughs> this man's in Thailand <laughs> <laughs> um, but. For me, I definitely want to explore more of Europe, um, and for me, I want to explore it more on the backpacking type trips, um, and as well as uh, I don't know, I just want to because me, I'm more of less the touristic things and more of the native, and being involved in like the places where you don't see tourists most often, and so that's why I'm like, and I feel like that's where you get more of a exposure of the culture um, that's not been tainted or of course, there's always that you got to do a little bit of touristic, touristic stuff, but um, I definitely want to do backpacking in Europe, and I definitely um, going back home December to Uganda, and I uh, plan on taking my girlfriend, uh, introduce her to my people and uh, family and my culture, so I'm excited to go back in December, and that's a big, big move. As far as traveling, I'm planning for it. I think for me, it's... It's just doing it. It's it's, it's all a timing because there's always uh, <clears throat> damn Brian. They coming for you. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to St. Louis. Lunatics coming. No for respect. You. They finally, they finally found where you live. I've uh, been trying to hide. <laughs> um, but for me, what I'm saying, as far as like planning for traveling, it's just more of a timing thing and also being committed to it. It's easier to say, I'm going to travel, I'm going to travel. But I think once you say, okay, I'm going to travel, and then you pick the date, and then you start planning for it, it makes everything just work. Um, and also, <clears throat> the people you travel with. It's And we all have that, like, we have a groups of friends like where it's like, oh, you know, 10 of us are going to go, we plan to go, even it's like within the, the U.S., we're going to have a trip to L.A. or we're going to have a trip to whatever. It's like 10 people starting off. And then as the days get closer, it dwindles to five. And then it's like, oh, there's only two people. And then it's like, oh, people didn't c- commit, so we're not going anymore. So I think it's very important picking people who you, that you travel with that are committed and are as excited as you about traveling because it makes it easier to actually go and do it. <clears throat> and there's always ways to find cheap tickets. Uh, you just got to be patient, patient with it, find the hustle for it. Um, it's they're there, they're available. So you got to be patient, picking the right dates, understanding what time people travel and don't travel, the best time of the week, which is Tuesday to pick a flight, um, or book a flight. Stuff like that is very um, crucial in where, when and where you want to go. So get out there and explore the world. I'm all for it. Um, before I die, I just want to be able to say I've been to half these countries in uh, Africa and half these countries in Asia and half these countries in Europe. I just want to be able to say that and do and be able to show my kids where I went and I have the opportunity to go again so I can show you and that's what I want in my life. So 
I think if I could choose one thing to do for the rest of my life and and I don't have to worry about money, it would just definitely be traveling every other month or every month somewhere new because there's so much you don't know in this world. So get out there and do it <laughs> if you can. And Con- mm-hmm. Conrad, to your point, there's a there's some really dope websites out there that you can use to start. I, I hear a lot of people or a lot of friends say, oh, well, I want to travel, but I know it's so much planning and it'll be so much money. But honestly, if you have like the will to do it, there are many websites and apps out there that'll help you. One that I was introduced to recently was called is called uh, Travel Pirates which basically gives you, I don't know what you could compare it to. I guess it would be like a shopping website that gives you like a flash deal. And they will say, hey, here's a flight and hotel to to Conrad's Point because I saw this the other day and I, I really wanted to do it. Um, to Thailand is $500. And it's like, oh my God, $500 to go to Thailand for... Freaking seven days. Yeah, sign me up. I mean, the only catch usually is um, that you have to fly from a certain airport. Um, so that can be one. Other thing that's really easy for people to use is Google Flight. Um, I know that sounds simple, but it was something that saved me and my girlfriend a lot of money when we flew to Europe because... We had never flown, inter- well, I had never flown international before, uh, and we saved a lot of money, like a grand, um, in our travel because we went there and picked the best flight versus what we would normally pick for a flight. So, um, do you guys have any more that you would offer? Yeah, I got a <clears throat> skiplag.com. Uh, so that one has two different things they can use. Uh, it's really, um, if you're a, travel, a person who travels uh, domestically and don't use a carry-on or don't check in luggage most of the time, I think this is beneficial because I used it a lot, especially when I was going back home. Uh, and basically, it will show you hidden city tickets. And what that means is basically it will show you like, hey, if you're trying to go to, let's say you're trying to go to Detroit, <clears throat> from dc and it will show you that oh well if you buy this one-way ticket uh to boston it's like 50 bucks and you just get off at in detroit where uh they're like they're having a a a layover or whatever and you just carry on and that's what i did last time and so you're buying you're technically buying a ticket a one-way ticket to another city but you're just getting off at the um layover and a lot of people are like well that's cheating and you know you're you're paying more money. You're uh, t- stealing money, but because a, a lot of the airline companies are trying to sue this guy, who was actually this, this 18 year old guy. I think he's of Indian descent. That he figured out how to do this and help save people money who like to travel. And obviously, it didn't work out. He's still this this um website still up, but they have really good deals. That's why I went and bought my Thailand tickets. I think uh, my friends' ticket from LAX to uh, for the round trip to the Thailand was a total of five hundred and twenty dollars, and mine just so we can mine was still like it was seven hundred dollars, but it was still cheap because we both are going to be in the same we're going to have the same uh, connecting flights and everything, so it works out well. Also for those okay who are like you know what y'all doing too much, I'm not trying to go international yet. Um, <clears throat> there's this website called uh, Pack Up 
pack up and go or pack up like it's called www.packupgo.com and so what happens is let's say hey us fellas let's plan a trip uh we want to go to the west coast and we want to be by the beach and these are the these are the activities we like to do like to go to music festivals blah 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 you, you like basically take a quiz they give you a quiz just to figure out who you guys are as or yourself or who your partner are and what you guys like to do do you guys want to do a road trip go by flight go by air okay select that and so it, it all it compiles all these things to for you and you say okay i want this trip to be between five hundred dollars and thousand dollars or whatever price range you want and then that it compiles it together for you and then the catch is that so you like pay whatever the the, the um the trip the price of the trip is and then like a week or so or before your trip starts they'll send you a destination that you don't know but they'll be like here's your destination what we think would be best fit for you guys so it's kind of like a surprise and they'll send you like okay you're going to la <clears throat> and there's gonna be we picked the hotel for you you already paid for everything uh here's your flight here's everything and now this is what the weather's gonna look like so you should pack it and this is what you should do and then you just go and if those are people if you're people who are struggling to make decisions on where to go and how to go i think this is a cool website because it's kind of like a, a surprise but you 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 still tailor it to what you're interested in and they can also do a map out for you as a road trip if you're trying to do like a five-day road trip with It'll map everything out for every city you hit that you have interest in. But you don't necessarily know where you're going until you get that confirmation email later on the week or the week before you leave or so on. So those are some websites I think that are cool. Nah, I don't really do too much of those. So I've only heard about the ones that you've already mentioned. So you got it. All right. So I think we did have another topic on the agenda, but I mean, we already had an hour and a half, and your man is kind of struggling over here with this code. So if y'all don't mind, I think we can go ahead and get up out of here. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> we'll save it for next time. <laughs> All right, but before we get out of here, though, it's something that we forgot to talk about last time that y'all thought y'all might have got away with. Nah, right. Oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Nah, you forgot. <laughs> so how them things been doing? That's probably because looking they're nice. They're looking nice. I don't think you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, we lost. We actually, actually, we lost. We actually lost yesterday. Uh, I got, I got my notification. My goal actually this week is actually catch a game. Um, oh, you ain't high. Yeah, man. I might as well be a real fan, not a fake fan. Like I was about to say, I was gonna say learn a player. No, That's my goal for this week. I'm gonna try to watch a game. And if I remember when I was talking to y'all that we we're on the come up. And y'all were doubt, doubting me and saying, yeah, 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 y'all suck, blah, blah, blah. So we, we came from the beginning of the season when we started this. We were in sixth place, and we were struggling. Then we moved up to, like, fourth, and we were doing all right, and then we lost, and then y'all were making fun of me again. And so we moved back down. But today, currently, it's uh, December 12th, and... We're the number two team in our division. So suck on that, y'all. Huh? Got something to say? Because I don't hear anything now. What should I got to say? Huh? I mean, I'll say something. Um, I don't quite understand <laughs> what you mean by number two. Okay? Because <laughs> I don't I don't support number twos. We're usually always in first. Like the Dallas or Dallas. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like the St. Louis done. Blues, You're done. You're okay? Done. You're done. 
Hey, St. Louis Blues still in first place. We lost tonight, but that was probably some bullshit. Um, but still in first place, far and away, dominating all you people, Serena Williams and Serena Williamsing all you people. So I know you wish you could, and you can just support Team B Shock. All right, I love you more than you love yourself. All right, love. Well, I love you too. All right. <laughs> Look, so, I mean, anyone that knows me knows that I don't have to be winning to talk my shit. Like, I'll still just talk regardless. But in this situation, I feel kind of confused because I just don't know how bad we're losing. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) I don't know how deep this hole is. (laughs) So, we're currently in fifth place in our division. But here's what I just found out, like, literally maybe 20 minutes before we started recording, is that there's points, apparently, on these um, standings. And I did not realize that those numbers were points. I didn't know what I thought those things, those were over there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I like that wins and losses that I've never made to the other half. I ain't know either, so, <laughs> so we, we hate it first. <laughs> we have 35 points, and St. Louis is in top of our division with 44 points. So I don't know, is one game one point? Am I nine games back? Or, I mean, I don't know what's going on here, so I need to figure out just how far back we are. Then I'm talking my shit again. So someone help me we out. We both agree now, that you're back, though, week. right? It's not relevant. All right. <laughs> hey, we all can agree on that. <laughs> I choose not to acknowledge that. <laughs> Look, but I will say that I was wrong when I said that we would beat the Blues this wow. past week. We got shut out. We didn't even score a point. Mm. It hurts to say it, but you know, <clears throat> when these things happen, I can admit it. And then we can do Damn. about it. It won't happen again, I'll tell you that. Like, when we'll did you find you. out? What was your, like, immediate feeling when you found out that y'all didn't score one point? It was basically just Kendrick Lamar on his album cover. I just looked down. I <laughs> 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 called it a day. Did you ever question, like, why the fuck are we doing this in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> did y'all know there was a game tonight? <laughs> I didn't even ask for this. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so let's go ahead and get up out of here. So before we do that, if if y'all want to join in on any of the conversation that we've had tonight, if you want to talk about Keaton, Serena, the Ball family, Alabama, which actually, real quick update, way more lost that uh, election. I was looking at it while we were talking. He did. So, but can so, I say something? Go ahead. 631,576 people voted for Roy Moore, and there's 99% of the vote in. Whose mans are those? I don't even know. Disgusting. But yeah, if y'all want to get in on the end of this conversation, y'all know how to get at us. You can get in the email, whosemanspodcast at gmail.com. We're at whosemans on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can catch us on any of those. Um, if you listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, make sure you hit the like, hit the retweet, leave a review, leave a rating, all of that noise. Make sure you help us make a look. Uh, make a little bit more noise on these streets. We're trying to get on these charts. I can't wait to see our name up there one day. It's going to happen. That's all we need. All we need is a little bit more support. So, yeah, the Instagram numbers are booming. I'm really fucking what's going on on Instagram. Yeah, it seems like we, I've been hearing these, the Twitter streets ain't really popping for new people like they used to be. I feel like we got to somehow find a way to, to get a, gather a new fan base organically. I don't want to do any of that cheesy stuff. We definitely not buying followers. Don't worry about nothing like that happening. We are way above that. That's not happening. <laughs> 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 Alright, Kyra, tell them where they can get you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at thatfellow underscore Connie. Uh, 
Instagram, you can catch me on Big C22. Um, hey, have a good weekend. Be safe out there. It's starting to get real cold up in the north, man. So I got blasted with some snow. Um, be safe out there. Hope, hope uh, you guys got your uh, snow blowers and scrapers all prepared and um, staying warm. But hey, don't be a who's man because we're going to find y'all. We always wait. We always looking and we always listening. Hey, be blessed. Hey, be, <laughs> be blessed. <laughs> hey, don't at me, at God. Uh, don't be a Roy Moore supporter, because if you are, figure it out. If you need help figuring it out, come catch these hands. Don't be a 45 supporter. <laughs> come catch these hands. Uh, be a Serena supporter. All right? Be a Janet supporter. Those will get you far, okay? I promise you. All right, and in the meantime, to Keaton, to King Na, to all the kids out there, to all the people out there who struggle with bullying, man, one, it gets better. Two, find some people who support you. If you can't, you got three of them here. And and and, and if, if all that fails, man, just know that those people who are messing with you Man, they're they're so messed up, they might need your help, all right? So don't hesitate to reach out and look for somebody to help you out, because we're all here. Ronald? All right. If you want to get at me, you can catch me on Twitter, at TaylorMadeLife. That's the best place to reach me. Other than that, we out. Hey, hey, Darnold, I got a question. How do you suck so bad in fantasy, bro? How you listen to Nick? Wow. <laughs> Man, you put the boys in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Hey, Donald, thanks for the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the topic. Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>